Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to Last Mit. We are the last that go, me! Yes. <laughs> let, me, let, me let me do that again. Oh, I actually had a brain fart. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Last Minute Kickout. I am Pete Dunn. Joining me today, well, I'm obviously the younger and more you know, talented of the three of us. So therefore I'm Pete Dunn. Joining me this week is John Senior and <laughs> Kevin Nash. The <laughs> yes, this week, we, yeah, I, I, I'm in a way of uh, insulting my co-hosts today. And they have no idea why. Um, we are the Beard Brothers, and we are talking about the pile of fucking wank that was Elimination Chamber 2018. Whoa, whoa! Settle, <laughs> settle your little tea kettle there, loser weight. Loser weight, wow. You'll, <laughs> we'll give the game away about what we think about it. But yes, it was... Yeah. Um, I mean, as these pay-per-views on the Road to WrestleMania go, they are very obvious for the most part in what they do, although we always think that they do have options for how they're going to WrestleMania with specific storylines. Obviously, we're all incorrect because Vince McMahon is a fucking money-making genius and clearly knows better than the rest of us, especially with plans that have been in the making for three years. Technically yes. four. Technically four years, but well, technically, yeah. Um, but yes, we are here to talk about the Elimination Chamber and our thoughts on it. So thank you very much for joining us on the YouTubes and also in the iTunes link, which you can follow in the description box below this video or on the social medias or on the Last Minute Continued page. Thank you very much for listening to us babble on for however long this episode will probably be. Spoilers, it won't be as long as Royal Rumble. Trust us. One can hope. But yes, Mr. John Turbo Finley, how are you today? I'm doing fine. Yeah, a bit nippy, like the like the lot of us, of course. But uh, hey, it's all fine. We watched this uh, show and uh, yeah, we will probably have some negative feelings this time around. I know that for sure. This is where I rate it higher than the both of you. (laughs) Um, Uh, No, I'm not going to be as optimistic as I have been in previous shows. Mr. Kevin the Kevin Eva Eva, how are you on this glorious evening? Tired, frankly, but... (laughs) But, uh, uh, yeah, I have been good. And as has been alluded to, at the moment, us all three in the UK are currently being assaulted by a giant storm called the Beast from the East. So we can only assume that the ghost of Bam Bam Bigelow is really <laughs> angry with us. And for some reason... Um, I didn't mind Beast from the East as a pay-per-view. No, it, Beast, it, the Beast in the East special was actually very good. It had a very good NXT match, actually. Hey, Thank you very much. Hey, that was yeah, the, you know, you know was, yeah, you know what was excellent about that? The commentary, because nobody gave yeah. a damn about the commentary. So they actually let Michael Cole be Michael Cole, as opposed to a Vince McMahon puppet. 
and and hey, unsurprisingly, he was actually good, tolerable. Enough about that. Snow We're here to talk about the elimination chamber. And as is customary, we will start on the pre-show, which I watched this week. I thought it was actually a better match than I had any credit for. Gimmick infringement. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, you're not you're not wrong. Um, but this is also just leading up into another match at WrestleMania. Uh, it's been something that's been rumored for two months, I think. Where you know they're they're just into this point where with the Intercontinental Title that they were when the New Day were having the longest title. And they're just going to do a match with the club versus the Miz and the Miz to at WrestleMania where he doesn't have a, an actual title match. And then essentially becomes the all-time longest holder of that belt. I think it becomes that before Mania, though. 31, no, 60, 61 days, 31 days? It, 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 it's, it's, either, it's either at Mania or before Mania. It, it's... it's it's an odd. It's an odd one. It's also it's worked out in their favor mag- magically, mm-hmm. um, and it's weird because they're keeping because they're doing that because of a number of other factors, um, and it's it's weird that it's like okay, our piggy in the middle of all of this is actually the Miz, and what's the Miz going to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they are waiting for other factors to play out. Uh, as an emergency, as basically, we're using Miz as an emergency measure in the event of oh crap, stuff happens. Yeah, which is not bad. It's it's good to be that person on that market poll. Market poll. What the fuck am I talking about on that actual poll? Because you know, Miz is really good in his own right, and I really hope after this fucking intercontinental title thing is done with, they actually push him for a main event slot. I really fucking do. Like oh, I, I want, I want him to, I still want him to have the um, feud of Jericho over best intercontinental champion. I think that would make too much sense. Because you're then you've got Jericho wrong. going for ten. You've got Jericho going for, I think, title ten. Mm. And with with the Miz going, I'm the best, and says, "Oh, we well, haven't beaten me for the belt, and I am the most reigns." So it's an interesting. One. But anyway, so. But yeah. The club versus the Mistourage. Uh, it was a small match, but it's very serviceable, you know, compared to some matches that really truly should have deserved to be on the card. Hardy versus Wyatt. Um, that match had no no need to be on the fucking main card. Um, we'll 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 get to that. Um, mm-hmm. So for those for, for Elimination Chamber, they they played up a bit of the Graves Booker stuff. Uh, Booker was back and feeling a bit frisky. Is, isn't it, isn't it was, Booker's first televised appearance, wasn't it, since the the, the incident? Yeah, they, they, they recorded the backstage thing as well. Um, and then uh, and Paige was there to big up Absolution for the Chamber. Um, there was a Bailey and Sasha... Bailey and Sasha, as I put it here, we are friends promo. Uh, Mickey James arrived, looking like she's trick or treating as Beth Phoenix. Uh, and then Matt Hardy said he'd delete Sister Abigail's essence or something to that effect. Uh, but yeah, goes on to Mistrage. 
I was thought it thing? was a decent match. I enjoyed it. It was a good match. Um, it didn't we, need to be anything special. We we had them chanting nerd again because apparently that's the best these two can do. Uh, well, there's it is a P, PG show. It is a PG show. They're they're not they're not in New Japan. Uh, yeah. Gals and Anderson, they're they're they have to abide to their rules. It's not like they can swear any time at any point, you know, during their kind of like offense, and uh, the you know the audience won't understand. Yes, it's up to the it's up to the it's up to Dunn to. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think that would give Dunn too much work. He of, doesn't of want the, the work of, of the Kevin sort, and not the not the Pete. Um, yeah. <laughs> that would be very amusing if we got Pete Dunn into the. Oh, Pete Dunn doing <laughs> the editing. Said <laughs> yeah. Kevin Dunn out as the UK champion. <laughs> oh yeah, I have, have have that old guy with his dentures trying to hold the UK title in his teeth. Yeah. You and I have got to go out on two hundred five live, and you you show us how it should be done then. Uh. Yeah, guys, but uh, yeah, there was there was a few bits in there, wasn't there, Pete? In, in in the Gallows Anderson match, yeah, there was a few bits and pieces I enjoyed. It was it wasn't meant to be anything long. It was just meant oh. to be a match that was there on the actual card itself. But it, you know, it's the club. The club know how to do tag team wrestling. Like, I don't understand why the Dash and Dawson thing was there though. Like, I, I understand uh, they're trying to push him over, but there really was no need for that promo. Yeah, I don't get it either. Um, yeah. they, it's, well, it's, it's a total waste of uh, the revival as well, ever since they just come back from both of them being injured. It's like one being injured and the other got injured and now they're back and they can't do anything with them, apparently. So, Well, uh, they can, well, they they can wanna... kill them off quite they... happily at Raw 25. They want mm. to push them to be the next tag champions, don't they? That that's that's the idea, which is. Well, they're doing a very okay. shit job of that. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know where the raw tag team situation is right now. It feels odd, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it it made a decent pre-show at the end of the day, but mm. then, eh. yeah. Um, so. Uh, Gallows eventually came in, kicks all around, magic killer, and, and they won. Um, but the person who enjoyed the match the most, I think, was quite possibly Curtis Axel, who yeah. had, who who was who was on a mission of his own in in that match. There was a there was a great bit where because the crowd was still still a bit coming in, they were still a bit like yeah. Um, Anderson did a drop kick. And then got up after it and was all like, yeah, yeah, that was a really good drop kick. Yeah, yeah. He was like cheering himself, bigging himself up for it. Um, about about two minutes later, there was a, they had a, a sort of a similar spot. Uh, and Curtis Axel did a drop kick. And he got up like, he got up and he screamed, oh my God, did you see that? <laughs> I was like, where? And then taking the piss out of him. And the, the camera cut to Bo, and Bo was cracking up. <laughs> then for the man time. Yes, man. Uh, but uh, the, oh, the, the other thing was there was a Simon Miller is my dad sign. Uh. <laughs> well done, whoever that was. So, why? 
Here's why. Fuck your mum. So yes, that was that. Uh, Paul Heyman. They gave Paul Heyman two minutes at the end of the pre-show. Um, the, the best bit of which was as the camera's going off, um, turning to Rosen thingamajig and going, "Who are you?" <laughs> which was great. Uh, and to answer you, Paul, we still don't know who he is or why he's there, but apparently he is. Anyway, serviceable show, like Pete says, serviceable pre-show. But mm. one match, and it was a bit. I would prefer more than one match on a pre-show. I really would. I'd like. I'd like him to do. Open up the pre-show. Hi, welcome. I suppose the only reason they don't do two matches is because they got to get the fucking audience into the building. But like, it would be it would be really nice if we have uh, welcome to the pre-show match. Fucking uh, match. More talky bit. Another match instead of fucking forty minutes of bullshit. And, and really the, the, the the biggest problem about the pre-shows is that it. It spoils the video packages for the matches. Mm. Actually, yeah, because that's a, that's a big thing to build up for the atmosphere before for the match itself as the viewer. Yeah. If you've already seen them, then it doesn't have the effect. So, yes. Anyway, on to the main show with then, now, by Rocket League. Um, Indeed, everything. Lots of Rocket League again that, this time round. That fucking advert. Oh, that fucking advert can get in the sea as well. Uh, oh, the the one with the car. Picker that fucking car save every time. Here's an advert by. Oh. Here's an advert made by people who have been told what Rocket League is. It's football with cars. This Ooh. is this. This has been written by a focus group. A mm. Ford focus. <laughs> but yeah, um, the main match was, you know, something that I'm happy to see is the women's first ever Elimination Chamber opening first. Like mm. the amount of times we've had the, like, I don't mean to shit on the women's division. They're, they're good and they're all right. But making the the first ever match of each time be the the last match on the card is almost annoying. Every time? Well, here's the thing, because I think it was fitting because we ended Royal Rumble with the first women's Royal Rumble, and we start Elimination Chamber with the first women's Elimination Chamber. That's kind of like a good following, I saw. Here's the argument. as The only reason the women's Royal Rumble was on last was for the Rousey announcement. Yeah. Because it, yeah, absolutely, sh- it absolutely shat all over... Uh, Asuka winning the thing, even though yeah, everybody knew Asuka Rumble? was going to win. Apparently, it was a Royal Rumble before. It, I, I just, I just remember it was Ronda a, Rousey. I remember it was, it was an hour-long gauntlet match with somebody just turning up at the end, mate. Yeah, entry thirty-one won it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, technically, technically, entry thirty-three because the champions walked into the Rumble as well. Uh, That's into the ring. true. That's true. Yeah. Also. Very unusual way to win a Royal Rumble because you just got in and pointed that sign and you won. Mate, you won I'd a, love you, to do that. You won the match at WrestleMania. It was, I mean, damn, if we knew that it was all just that all these years. 
Somebody needs to tell the Usos yeah. about this. <laughs> yeah. Because they're not pointing at the side hard enough. Exactly. How many times did she point? Five? Five times? Um, it was Three. Well, as I think I turned to last time, she'd like the the, um, the the Bee Gees or staying alive one, didn't she? she... Yeah. Um, women's elimination chamber. Best match of the night. What? Are you are you high? Funny <laughs> enough, I got asked that. Uh, I got asked that yesterday from somebody about my writing. Uh, no, I thought it was I, best I, match. I, Jesus, I mean, I know this is an opinion panel, but fucking hell, you need to get a better opinion. Jesus Christ, man. Um, okay, no, explain. Explain why you think it was the best match on the card. Go on. Because everything else was utter shite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still okay, being. Okay, okay, okay. What, no, no, what no. do you think was the best match of the night? I'll talk about that at the end of the fucking night. Um, but I would like to reiterate the point that just because you are the shiniest turd does not make you a fucking... It does not make you not a turd. Like... Well, no, one's, no one... I'm not saying it was a good match. I'm saying it was the best match of the night. That is a very different thing. <laughs> yeah. And I entirely agree with you. It's still the best match of the night as far as I was concerned. Um, I disagree, uh, but okay. Um, I don't know what to make of the women's elimination chamber. They suddenly changed it from being what it was to being a standard elimination chamber to being three sets of friends slash partners against each other. And... They they just seem to be troping themselves these days. Like the first elimination of the Royal Rumble is the first elimination in the chamber. She's now gonna be going forward being tarred with this brush of being you know, gonna be eliminated. Was it uh, Mandy Rose, I believe her name was. Uh and it's just like is she just gonna be the full girl for the tag fight? And is that how is this how this tag team is gonna like fall apart now? Because Mandy Rose is gonna be the weaker of the two. It's bizarre and then You've got Sasha Banks and fucking Bailey. Sasha, you know, betraying Bailey again and not going full heel turn. Give her the fucking heel turn. WWE, come on. We've been waiting for over a year. Plus, fuck me. If Sasha had at least won the title, it would have been an interesting match of Sasha versus Asuka. Way more interesting than... Uh... Oh, my brain's gone. Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss winning the title and looking near on undefeatable in everything she's been put against. How long has she held that belt now since she's been on Raw? Um, uh, about four, four months, five months. She's held that belt. She's done so many multi-woman matches and everything else, and she's come out of it looking completely unscathed for the most part, like looking undefeatable just to fall to Asuka. Like, there, there were two options for this evening to go. Either either Sasha wins and we get Sasha versus Asuka, which is going to be a barnstormer of a match, or Nia wins 
if uh, if Alexa wins, then Nia wins, and then you have the friendship against Asuka, and then Nia going around and going, "This is my time." And then you can even turn around and have Nia pin Alexa, and Asuka still keeps her on beaten streak because they've because Asuka has lost a multi-person match, and they've still said that she's a hundred percent in singles competition. You know, there are so many ways that they could have come out of Elimination Chamber with a better women's match at WrestleMania. Now, did I miss? I missed this. Did did Asuka picked Bliss? Yes. She has picked Bliss. It's it, it's been implied by the commenters uh, in recent weeks mm. that it's Asuka is going up against Alexa Bliss for the title. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean the 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 whole point about it. Asuka herself has not. Asuka herself has not made it clear that she is going up against uh, Alexa Bliss. No, but everything around her has been implying that it. It's seeming that Asuka will go up against Alexa yeah. Bliss because the match between her and Nia Jax, it was going to be if Nia Jax beats Asuka, she gets added to the title match at Wrestle- mm. WrestleMania, yeah. which would imply the Raw one because it wouldn't be make any sense if Nia Jax gets added, added to, to the SmackDown. SmackDown title match if Asuka is going to go to SmackDown. If, if only uh, we'd got the winner of the Royal Rumble to make some kind <laughs> of pick. At the Royal Rumble, we have they've found this shit out. Oh, anyway, sorry, yeah. it, it irks anyway. me in, 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 in that whole situation. Because then, what the hell, Charlotte doing? And it's like, oh, I mean, I mean, I'm sure we'll see what's going on at uh, Fastlane in a couple of weeks. But the the two options I could see was Sasha wins the belt. She gets a because the, even the commentators made note of it would have been a, a like a the most reigns a woman's had with the belt, even though Mickey James has been no. If Mickey James won it, would be the most championships a woman's ever had. Uh, but if Sasha won it, she would have tied it or something stupid like with six. And then she, I think Sasha. The, the two options were Sasha versus Asuka, or Alexa wins, and then it's Nia that beats. Uh, Asuka, because then you have Asuka not walking in to WrestleMania with an undefeated streak, clearly winning the fucking belt at WrestleMania anyway. And it's, you know, so it takes that out of the equation so anyone can win it. Mm. That's my opinion anyway. There were a couple of decent spots in the women's match, like Alexa running away and everything else, and then the obvious implosion of things happening, but. It, I don't think it was brilliant. I think there were too many dumb choices made in that match. And it felt like it was over far quicker than it was. But that's my opinion. You two have got to have your opinion. And tell me why I'm wrong. Because you have paper with notes. <laughs> I, use, I use I use my rem- the remainder of my tiny brain to think about these things. Yeah. Although you put it to good use, unlike my writing. Uh, so yeah, Kev said it was the it was the best ma- match of the night. I wouldn't heavily agree with that, but I will say it's my second best match of the night, at least. Um, but we'll go through it. Um, we had uh, starting through the match. We had. Uh, Alexa Bliss, Sasha Banks, Mickey James, and uh, Mandy Rhodes, uh, Rose uh, in the pods to start us off. Bailey and uh, Sonya Deville were starting the match. 
they were doing all right. Uh, uh, you know, good back and forth. Uh, Bailey hit a good bulldog. That was good. Um, what was it? Uh, also dropping an el- elbow to Sony Deville on the outside. Which is now-, now, of course, a lot of people were kind of like annoyed how they kind of like protect the wrestlers by putting mats on the outside of the um, uh, on the outside of the ring inside the chamber. I feel as though that's fair because really we don't want to see any more injuries from any of these for any of these no, competitors at all whatsoever. I, I, got whatsoever. I got completely confused because the way you made that sound sounded like you're in favor for less protection. Sorry, no, no, I completely agree. No. More, more protection. More protection is good. Gee, Price, Pete. Yeah, I might be brought Give us no, pain. It, no, it's, it's, the, it's the way you said it. You were like, a couple of people have brought up how the fact that there's mats in there for more protection, and I completely agree. But I'm like, what? He, what? <laughs> so no, no, I I agree with the point that you know, more protection is better because we want these we want these people to have longer careers, you know, and do things. Yeah, like we're we're yeah. pa- we're past the so, we're, we're past the stage where you know, like our undertakers and everything else are, are out due to whatever injuries. Yeah, for all illnesses. Okay, give them yeah. protection. You know they can still do the moves that look good and everything else. Give them the protection. Yeah, considering the demands of a wrestler nowadays and the amount of days they're doing it, it's a fair yeah compromise. It's a fair trade off. It's not like yeah. it's not like it isn't still a thin mat with still hardened steel underneath. Yeah. Um, it's not like it's a crash pad. It's like an old yeah. school WCW mat, basically. Yeah, <laughs> something you get in a it's something you get in a nineteen eighties gymnasium. Anyway, moving on. Um, what was it uh, Manny Rose threw? Uh, there was a really good spot where Manny Rose threw uh, Bailey into the chain, uh, and she was able to like you know spider cl- uh, spider grab uh, the chain. John Morrison not to stop herself. John Morrison. <laughs> Hi, um, that was really good. Uh, then um, uh, Sasha Banks get, uh, joins the match, uh, does a two double knees to uh, uh, Sonya Deville. Um, what was it? Uh, it was, uh, 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 oh, actually, no. Sorry, I totally missed this. Um, I Sonya Deville. No, it was. <laughs> Jeez, I'm getting the Mandy I'm getting it in wrong order. Mandy Rose came in first, then uh, Sasha Banks came to help, help yes. Bailey. Although Bailey was holding her own quite well against the two uh, to start off, because as she saw Mandy Rose coming in, she was just like went into. Her. Um, uh, but no, Sasha Banks then comes in to help out Bailey because uh, she she was getting beaten down eventually. Um, uh, Mandy Rose hits. Uh, I don't know what's with Mandy Rose. Uh, I'm guessing her front front forward slam is her finisher. I guess, but it's not a really good finisher for her. I think she needs to get something uh, better because it just looks stupid. Um, uh, Sasha Banks uh, puts Mandy Rose into the uh, bank statement to eliminate her first. So that's her. Uh, then Mickey James uh, joins the match. Uh, she's all fired up and whatnot. Um, um, uh, 
Mickey James uh, is, you know, she, I mean, she gets, she needs to have more credit because she's one of the veterans in this division that, she's like Natty, uh, where she has so much uh, experience under her belt that she's not being rewarded well enough for her time. Is this so? And, um, Mickey. Uh, Mickey, Mickey James. It's like she's like Natalia, where she's not getting rewarded for any of her time. Yeah, but I feel like she, um, I feel like she's in that Dolph Ziggler kind of uh, environment at the moment, where she's there to literally. Put well, she's not like she's the, the elevating veteran, is what she's yeah. there for. Yeah, she is the elevating veteran. Um, but of course, I would like her to at least have one more run as champion. Uh, just like how they gave Natty one more run as champion. If, so. the, if the story calls for it, like if the storyline calls for it, and it's absolutely worth it happening, which hopefully will be the, sometime this year. I th- I think I'm gonna make a bold prediction for later this year. I think she will eventually get the title sometime down the line later this year, probably in the uh, the the next winter section of pay per views, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, not SummerSlam. That's too early, I think. Um, but that's just me. I'm just making that prediction now. Um, but she's got so much talent because she does a Hurricanrana uh, to uh, to uh, uh, Sonya Deville, and then she falls. Uh, she um, then later, or not, she does a dive from uh, the pod uh, from on top of one of the pods to take out. Uh, Sonya Deville and eliminate her out of the match. Um, uh, then uh, what was it? Afterwards, Mickey James gets eliminated by by a double team of Sasha Banks. Um, Bailey doing I uh, doing the backstabber to her first, and then Bailey doing the Bailey to Bailey uh, or Belly to Bailey. I, I forget Bailey, which way, I forget which way it is Bailey uh, to Belly. I barely to Billy, and uh, that's eliminated her. So it gives um, you know uh, Alexa Bliss the, the the way to be worrying because she's not in the match yet, and then she gets joined in the match and she's trying to hold the door open or uh, close, sorry, so she doesn't get you know have to go into the match. And Sasha, Sasha Banks, and Bailey are chasing her up the up the structure. Alexa Bliss is like a cowardly little cat, you know, just climbing up, you know, going inside. That was fun. Um, what was it? Um, <laughs> a very notable spot happens where they're all coming up to a pod. Uh, Sasha Banks and Alexa Bliss are at, on one pod. Bailey's trying to get herself up. Sasha Banks gets a handout and then she kicks her down and it's like long live the king (laughs) it's like it's like ah no uh so uh that was good um she smiled um, as well oh yeah she smiled she 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 smiled after that like a Grinch grin on her face. <laughs> You're a you mean one. You know exactly Mrs. what you Mrs. Banks. <laughs> <laughs> um, you really are a heel. Yeah. <laughs> although, although, granted, after what's been happening this past week on Raw's, uh, well, on Raw, I mean, it's like it's questioning who's who's the heel, who's the heel. Um, 
But uh, moving on, uh, there was a nice, really good uh, uh, suplex by uh, Bailey to uh, Alexa. Uh, that was really nice. Um, just moving on. Uh, and then uh, some more suplexes done by... Oh, there was tons of suplexes done by the, by the women here. Uh, then, what was it? Um, going on, I, I'm skipping a lot. Uh, there was, a, uh, obviously, this is a, a, a spot of the night that a lot of people were catching off. It's like, Sasha is on, uh, I, I don't know if it was the top rope or the pod, but I think it was the top rope. Well, that um, stupid splash, which everybody was calling a frog splash. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> it, it's like, it was a good splash, but it wasn't a frog splash. No, Seth Don't Roll- call it a frog splash. Seth, Seth Rollins knows what a frog splash is. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> Ooh, apparently. Um, yeah. Uh, eventually, uh, Bailey gets eliminated by, um, I think it was Sasha Banks. Uh, uh, no, no, Alexa Bliss, sorry. Yeah, uh, Bailey yeah. did a second drip Bailey to Bailey on Sasha and then got... Like, Sasha home, Banks got, got and then Alexa home. Bliss took the bits. Like, yeah. I, I, if, if a quick roll-up is going to be how you can eliminate Sasha, let her get the pin on... Uh, sorry, on uh, Bailey. Let her get the pin on Sasha and then roll her up? <laughs> You've I, just done I, a finisher I, on somebody! Yeah, but it made sense because you surprised Bailey, got Bailey because Sasha was down. So it was yeah. like get the, get. It made sense to get try and get Bailey out of the way at that point. Yeah, I mean because it also sometimes when you do a big finisher from the top rope, you're a little exhausted after putting off and pulling off the move yourself. Sometimes, so but it was the second yeah. rope. And it was, and it was, and, and, ba- and Bailey, and well, landing stomach to stomach on somebody, but Bailey was sort of yeah. telling the fact that actually it took a quite a bit out of her as well at the time. So. Yeah. So, um, then Alexa Bliss uh, attempted uh, Twisted Bliss on uh, Sasha Banks, but Sasha Banks was able to counter it, uh, which is really good. But then um, later on, they would uh, do another. Uh, Alexa Bliss would do another Twisted Bliss from the from the pod. Which was good, but uh, Sasha Banks was able to immediately go into the bank statement afterwards, yeah, you totally which was like, that." Yeah, looks- she, t- she tends to have a, she has a tendency of doing that sometimes. The twisted um, bliss from the top of the pod looked really good. It looks sweet. It oh looks yeah, sweet. yeah. Also, it, it's, a, it's also as no good. No idea how the heck she was going to land. Yeah. It's almost, it's almost as uh, well. It's actually better than uh, Charlotte's moonsault from the top rope. I'll tell you that much. Oh yes, yeah, but Charlotte, Charlotte, Charlotte's been fucking that up recently, anyway. So also, yeah, also, so, that, also yeah. her her moonsault is basically just a back somersault land on feet. Yeah, <laughs> which as yeah, well, I, as twist, as uh, well as Alexa Bliss is pretty little pirouette. <laughs> yeah, because she landed on actually, actually again, actually props to Sasha as well because that was you, you couldn't do much in the way of catching her. She pretty much straight landed on her. Yeah, uh, but uh, eventually uh, Sasha Banks puts on the bank statement and goes on for a while. But uh, Alexa Bliss, uh, even though they they roll into the 
the the ring to try to get uh, the submission because you need you need to make the pinfall or the submission inside the ring inside the ropes you know you can't do it outside the ropes um Alexa, uh, Alexa Bliss is was able to get out of it uh, uh Sasha Banks tried to go up onto the top uh, but Alexa Bliss pushed her into the pod uh, and then um, she catches her uh, into a draping D- uh, top rope d- draping t- DDT a la Randy Orton. Hits Sasha Banks with it and Alexa Bliss wins with the pin. Um, and the, the the promo afterwards... Now granted, I don't know whether or not the promo afterwards was needed. But to try to fool us to say... Oh, Alexa Bliss is being humble and whatnot, and being this emotional. It's like, but nah, she's really a heel. Yeah, she's really a bad girl. Yeah, I, I I like, no, we didn't need that. I don't think it's so much as a way to fool us. It's like because she does it so often after each one of these multi-person matches, it's just ridiculous. We've just come to expect it now. Um, I'm not sure. It's, sto- it's storytelling, isn't it? Like. The first time you were like, oh, maybe she's done. No. All right. Kev? Um, Yeah. So, uh, logic happened in this match, which is one of the things I particularly liked better. Everyone got a bit of proper offense in, unless your name is Mandy Rose. Um, There was... (laughs) It was not the best of, of matches, if you're her. Uh, and I agree. I'm not quite sure what they're going to do with her now because she's got this reputation of being the first one out of any kind of major thing. Um, there was a really nice bit at the start, actually, where they both, Bailey and Sonia, were sort of a little bit in awe of the cage around them. And the the... The back and forth over who was going to go into the cage first became like the um, the cornerstone of their for the, their pairing until Mandy came in, and then you, and you had the uh, catapult of Bailey and Bailey coming onto the cage as as, as Turbo mentioned, uh, but you also had after that. That it was a lot more like a, like a ring around the rosy with them both trying to throw each other into the cage. It was a lot of back counter back counter back, and then eventually Bailey winning that, and Sonya going into the cage. And that was quite a, that was quite a big. Thing. Bailey got a chance, which is a relatively big thing for her uh, in terms of recent things. Hey, look, booking. What happens if you actually get one of your get a wrestler, give them some wins? Turns out the crowd gets behind them again. What a surprise! Um, Within a minute of the match starting, we're talking about Ronda Rousey, of course. So none of this mattered at all. We'll get into that. It's amazing um, when you have a whole division based on one, yeah. one person that hasn't done a match yet. Yeah, it was it was great. And we'll get more into that it, in a bit. Is she literally the female Brock Lesnar? Is that what she is? Uh, no. At the moment, she is. She is until uh, Queen of Spades, or whatever it is, comes up from NXT. Then she will be. Uh, uh, um, the one whose gimmick is currently just trying to end people after the match. Yes, I'm whose forgetting her name, name now. Name escapes me. All I can remember is his name, the Queen of Spades. Yes, uh, it's fine. Spin on. Shayna, Shayna Baszler. 
Well, yeah. Shayna um, Beasley. That's what was, she is. There was logic in an elimination st- style match where on Rose's elimination because it was backstabber into the bank statement. Bailey intercepted yeah. Deville. I mean, yeah. probably just chucked herself at her just to stop her from interrupting her absolution teammate. Um, actually, actually, I've got I've got a really good Simpsons uh, quote for that. It's like it's like, okay, you're gonna protect that uh, protect that melon. You're gonna dive out there. You're gonna go no. <laughs> yeah, no, let me see. Let me see you doing that. No, it wasn't a match of cross Three, two, one. Bang! It wasn't so much a cross body. It was just a I'm gonna fling myself at you to stop. But it made sense. Stuff. Why do people interrupt other pinfalls in these things? Um, Alexa Bliss's facial expressions are wonderful. Um, she was so pleased about when. Um, oh my god, my brain is farting tonight. Oh my goodness. Um, Mickey James. Yeah, she was so pleased with James when James went out. She she looked to her doe eyes. She does doe eyes really well. Um, but she looks. She's like she's like no. Oh. Please don't go. Don't leave don't me. Leave me. I'm sad, <laughs> my friend. I'm so I am so um, funny. I am sad. The person I would inevitably backstab has been eliminated by yeah. two other people. God darn it! Graves can backstab. Graves continued his little role in the banks. Uh, Bailey saga and say, how long's it going to be before Bailey backstabs? But. Uh, for Banks backstabs Bailey and and everything, and it was it's like and it's like ah, caught it. <laughs> but the, and again, there was some nice little payoffs there because um, there was a bit where uh, Banks c- came in and cut off Bailey's uh, the, the sort of backflip, woo, and then corner move that she does. Backflip. Uh, Banks came in, cut yeah. it off. So Bailey put Banks in a tree of woe, looked over to Bliss. Because she was busy with Bliss before, and then Dwight went, you know what? Sod you! And then just like just like mud stomping and mud holing in banks while she was in the tree of woe. She'd much rather like get a little bit of revenge on her mate than go back to Bliss. So that was nice. Um, other than that, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry that no selling the twisted Bliss annoyed me, but other than that. It was a elimination chamber match. The elimination chamber came into uh, came into force. It was true. Good effect. Respect. They did a lot of little bits. Multiple people. There was also say the, the, the chasing around was uh, was good and kind. Again, kind of made sense. They made use of the pods. They made use of everything in in the chamber basically. Uh, and I thought it was actually a uh, decent match in terms of certainly in terms of what was going on. The, uh, how things progressed with the wrestlers and things moving along into Mania. It did exactly what it needed to do. Which then, of course, after after obviously, um, and in, uh, after we all went out and bought Rocket League for the 150th time, with more promo, we get we got on to tag team match number two. Count the pre-show, which before, was before, before we get onto that. Do you think, in terms of the championship storyline going into WrestleMania, it should be Alexa the Undefeatable? 
I think it should be Alexa the Undefeated up to that point, certainly, because then you've got then you've got the added thing. I think if it's her versus Charlotte, you've then got the added thing of Carmella, who's still got the money in the bank briefcase. What what was her match at WrestleMania last year? Who's Charlotte's? Alexa. Alexa was I have no idea. It was a multi-man match. Which one was it? Thirty-three. It was multi. Was it thirty-three last year? Yes. Thirty-three. Yes. It's thirty-four this year. Um, it was a four-way. Did she lose the belt last year as well? No. Bailey went in as champion. Hmm. Oh yeah, it was the four-way, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the four-way. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Bailey went. Bailey went in as champion. Actually, no. Wait. Hold on. Um. She was SmackDown champion. Yes, she lost it to Naomi yeah. in the fight. Uh, in- She's oh, doing, I believe. They did the sort of switch and switch back, didn't they? Yeah, they doing- yeah. So she's going to be losing her championship twice at WrestleMania. Or is she? It won't be the first time that a champion uh, that someone's been losing their championship twice. Mm. Or like, or losing I'm to the same person unfortunately, twice. Unfortunately, with the way that the commentator and the way they like to do storylines, it means that they, they will then turn around and go, this isn't the first time Alexis walked into WrestleMania as champion and not walked out with the belt. But if you then also, you, you then Come also on, give her like- character an interesting thing, though, that you can play on in the future. Because as you point out, she survived everything, people pointed out earlier, I'm not sure if this is one recording or not, but she's, she's survived all these multi-man matches, hasn't she? And yet, yeah. when it comes to the biggest stage in the ball, she can't quite do it. And then you do a bring a bring a thing into the character where actually, yes, she can do all this nonsense, but at the same time, when it comes really comes down to it, so, so she's a weird. She's like the opposite of ah, you can't win the big one. You can't win the big one. You can win every other one, but you can't win the big one. So then you have a thing that you can maybe bring in in the future. But at the same time, anyway, I, I, I still I am still interested in what they're going to do with. Oscar, I think they're leaving up in the air just to well, make it. We'll s- you know what? At the, at- yeah, we've 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 still got like five weeks before at Mania, so point, anything at can happen. At this point, I hope Asuka doesn't win Mania. I think it'll be best for characters like ultimately. Ultimately, at this point, Alexa failing at WrestleMania will be a bigger story than Asuka winning another match and going on undefeated. It's going to be a bigger story. If she wins, she wins by count out. She wins by can... count out owing to Nia putting her through a table or something, or she's knocked out. Do you know do you know what? I'll take that. I don't think Alexa should lose to Asuka. I think I think Alexa should I'm not saying clean. Hmm. But oh, I no, think no, Alexa... no, the, uh, keep Oscar as not pinned, not submitted. Yeah. I think I think Alexa not losing the belt of WrestleMania is the better story to tell. Because it's not like she hasn't not lost a match during that time. It's that she's yeah. undefeated because she lost the battle royal. Yeah, and it, it, it seems to be after watching Raw this week that the story is nice just going to destroy Asuka every week. Bonus points to I've review if you can tell me who eliminated Oscar in that in that battle royal. I know who that was. My brain does well like that. Um, John, okay. go ahead. Turbo. 
That's I the can't believe we have to talk about her. It's all <laughs> all red everything. Oh, right. Ava, Eva, Eva Marie. Miss, I can't wrestle to Indeed. save my foot. Eva Marie. <laughs> yeah. the only person to hand a loss to her, technically. Sick. Oh, dear. Anyway, if anyway, women's championship, no. good is not yeah. what's happening on either side of this minute in time. But yes, again, the bar, Titus Worldwide, Apollo Cruz is so rubbish. Okay. Titus Worldwide! Uh, Apollo Cruz is. And it's also just Apollo. Yeah. It's just Apollo exactly. now. He's so rubbish when every other wrestler is losing his. is losing their. Oh, jeez. When every other wrestler is losing their first name because their surname is so, you know. Meaningful. Apollo's managed to lose his surname when he's just stuck with the first name. He's the opposite of everybody yeah, else. Because he had this thing. Because he had Cesaro being, uh, you know, uh, what was Antonio what was his first name? Cesaro. Cesaro? I can't Antonio remember. Cesaro. Antonio Cesaro. Antonio and then you had Alexander Rusev. Yes. And then you had Adrian Neville. WWE, where second names go to die. Hmm. And, well, no, no, it's first names that go course, to die normally, but course, no, second course, names. Don't forget Bartholomew Mankind. <laughs> but yes, let's move swiftly on. We're, we've been at this for 50 minutes, which is about the length of the first match, and we've already yeah. talked about the first match. So, The Bar versus Titus Worldwide. What a pile of wank this was. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. I can't watch The Bar now. I can't. I don't mind The Bar. I really don't I, like. I, I, don't... I like to watch the bar. What I don't like is every time Seamus is on the apron, Seamus going like this. I'm rubbing his neck and holding his neck. Ah, oh, right. Like um, mm. every time he's back, he's up on that thing. He's like, mm, and I'm just like. Yeah, I know we're buying him. I know we're buying Seamus time with all of this, and fair enough, it makes sense based on what they're doing. At the same time, it's still causing him pain in issues in this sense. It's his freaking neck, and we know this is happening. At what point do we go when it gets too bad? For your own sake. The, the, the problem is it's going to be well, like it is with everybody else and it'll be too bad until something needs to be done because it's all you got to remember with Vince it's always it's always do me this favour that's how Vince operates I'll owe you one yeah sorry it's alright Vince I'll take that I'll yeah. take that new neck please hmm. I mean uh you know what would be like, what would be interesting? They get to the point because I was wondering who could replace Sheamus in the bar. Because at some point, I mean, if they, if they want to keep that going, do you know what? I don't think they can, and I think this has actually been the best thing for both Sheamus and Cesaro's career. And I think they both know it. And I think you'll probably find it's more a call on their end, knowing that if the bar ends then they don't know where to go in terms of the thing because they're not to us. Yes. They're really good, you know, but Seamus has always been one of those guys that lacks. He'll, he'll do this, the, the, the man on a mission thing and he'll go on his solo path and then you just won't get the reaction from the crowd. Cesaro has had it, but just can't keep that momentum. 
and they're you know they're really good in their own right when they're up against the right people. But I think they know both of them right now that this tag division is the best thing that they've had for the longest time, and they don't mm. want to lose that. Yeah. And that that's the really depressing thing, you know. Mm. It's yeah. It's because the WWE because the writers are so far up their ass in doing. You know, so much to, with the upper tier. They're trying to make the upper tier are uh, so much like two thousand, uh, early two thousands. You know, the late nineties with everybody trying to chase that heavyweight belt. Mm. And the problem with that is, is that the belt is not there defended month in month out. Which is why you give the second hour of Raw entirely to the Miz because he's the only person that could possibly get us through it. You're not fucking wrong. <laughs> not fucking wrong. It's what happened the Monday afterwards. Anyway, um, I will I will say it again, and I say it every bloody time. I want to see another Miz heavyweight championship reign. I want to oh, see it. Uncontested. Uncontested. Anyway, and I will say guess, every guess, week. I'll say every week until it happens, and then when it happens, fucking Kev can put fucking streamers. Streamers are ruining it. Yeah. Anyway. Um, let's get through Barn Titus Worldwide. I've got no idea how Titus Worldwide... Apparently they beat the bar in a non-title match, which is how even we got fu- this match. Even fucking Wikipedia is just like, in the end, Cesaro and Sheamus pre- performed a super white noise on Apollo to retain the title. That is literally it on Wikipedia for this match. And One it wasn't sentence. a super white noise, it was an assisted white noise. Yeah, it was... Um, it was uh, but, so... There was a back and forth shoving match between Sheamus and Apollo to start with, which was actually quite nice because it was like a real test of strength for them in the middle, and each going for the opposite corner and like back and forth, like who's going to be, and that made sense in that in that sense. Um, Apollo then had gave the sunset flips. Uh, Sheamus kicked out of it, and there was like no power in the kick out, and then I was just like, oh again. Um, Titus eventually got in. He did a lot of sorts when whatever he does. Um, did uh, yeah, there's all sorts of kicks and and, and hits true, and slams from him. Sheamus went up top. Uh, the Sheamus went up. Sheamus went up top, and the crowd sort of went. Whoa, the crowd went. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, because because oh. everyone, everyone knows Sheamus went to the top, oh. and the crowd were like. The, the, the murmurs were very much like, oh God, please get down from there. To the Kev. point where Sheamus actually sort of looked at the crowd and just went... Kev. <laughs> pause. Pause. Like, pause. Imagine a world where Titus O'Neil is so over. He can go to the top rope, go, oora, 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 and the entire crowd does it with him. Imagine that world. No, I still can't do it. <laughs> so, um, as I said, so yeah, there was there was a bit of a back and and, and forth with that. Um, Seamus actually, Seamus, like, them crowd think that Seamus was going to do a sent on off the top, mm-hmm. and and Seamus actively going, no, I'm not <laughs> going in for um, uh, a clothesline. Uh, he ends up eating a clash with the Titus, um, which did get actually a close, a close near fall on that. And it's one of those things that surprising the clash with the Titus is 
moderately well protected in his finishes. So, but um, an assisted white noise then did it. Um, it was a sort of springboard in from Cesaro to the, to the white noise, and it was a match, and it happened, and I can't for the life of me tell you why, but it it happened. There was there was people in the ring. There was a referee, there was a count made, and the bar are still your Raw Tag Team Champions, and that's probably a good idea, and Apollo at the pin, and has lost his surname for nothing. And that's it. Yeah. If there's Dana- a highlight in there, if there's a highlight in there, John. Dana Brooks. Dana Brooks. Me? <laughs> Dana Brooks still has her surname. Yeah, she does. I will say, I will say one thing. He's found the one light there. in the darkness. He's I actually. It. This match is scheduled. I for did like how the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I did like how the bar jumped on Titus Worldwide before yes, the match that, started. That was nice. That was it. That was the only thing I cared about. And I about. like that you... What, it, really? Like that. Um, that wasn't, wasn't very but everything else you said there... No, it wasn't. Uh, it, it was pretty much a sudden jump because this is, the bar was pissed at Titus Worldwide getting all those wins. So it only made sense. Um, so, But other than that, you were spot on with your talking there because there, this was a nothing match. I only had like a half a page of uh, notes for that. Wasn't really worth uh, talking much o- over on that. So yeah, you've pretty much come, uh, hit that on the nail, kid. Uh, I th- thought that this was one of the worker uh, weaker um, matches of the night. In fact, probably second weakest, which we'll get to eventually. Um, yeah. So we move anyway. On. Moving and on to the next that, match. There was, a, there was an interesting promo for an Andre the Giant documentary that I really now want to see. I, yeah, I want to see that too. Uh, the HBO yeah, uh, Andre uh, talk about eventually landing on the it, network, it, and I really hope they do that. It was it was it's re- interesting. I would think it would be a while. Yeah. It'd be a while until it gets released on the network uh, because HBO. I would think that they would have some yeah. exclusivity with it for a good few months, and then it might pop up on the network because some of the documentaries that D- WWE put out on DVD, they take a, a, about almost a year before they get hit, oh, uh, yeah, put onto yeah. the network. Uh, like I just recently watched the Razor Ramon, uh, Scott Hall story documentary one. that was part of his DVD that came out in 2016. And I only just, uh, that must have just hit the network just recently because I didn't see it on there for a good yeah. while. So, so lots of interesting stuff in that. If you get the chance to see it, would definitely recommend it based on that. Um, obviously, Andre, well-known for his big drinking, but um, go, goes into sort of why he was doing that because he was using alcohol to mask the tremendous pain he was in. Um, also, she showed Andre doing a double bear hug. And my immediate thought was, ooh, that would be cool. That would be cool for, for Braun or Big Show to do. I'll give it to Braun. If he has two of the uh, lighter wrestlers, a double bear hug, that would be quite something. Yeah. Um, backstage, Naya stamps on Oscar's mask because Oscar's a di- because Naya's a dick to merchandise. Um, and then Oscar gets her very own Royal Rumble style by the numbers promo. 
Uh, but she's never lost the match, apparently, despite the fact mm-hmm. that she has. Uh, but we'll never ignore that. Um, which goes into Nia Jax and Oscar and everyone getting introduced from the various conch tables, which I always love. Funaki is still comfortable. And he's still comfortable in his role. Good on you, Funaki. Ultimate company man. Um, Jim Brassard is a very nice tie. And Meng Ai's tie is a thin and crap. And that's all I got from the entirety of that. But yes, in, into Nia Jackson, Oscar, and Oscar is on the attack immediately. Yeah, she was uh, very, you know, at it uh, to start off. Um, was like, uh, you know, nice, nice kind of like, uh, you know, kind of like a standoff between the two, essentially, because uh, I. This obviously, this isn't. This wasn't their first rodeo. They had their uh, uh, little showdown at uh, NXT, the end um, takeover show, um, uh, which had a really bad ending to. To, I actually thought that this match was actually one of the stronger matches. I was tied between the women's um, uh, women's chambers match and this match as one of the uh, as the best match of the night. And I think, I think I like this one a little bit better because obviously, I like Asuka. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, going through it, uh, what was it? Nia Jax was uh, eventually gets dominating uh, after grabbing Asuka by the hair, and uh, you know um, when she's on the apron and Asuka's going in for the hip attack, but Nia Jax just steps, uh, side steps and grabs her by the hair. And then, you know, you know, throws uh, either clubs her in the back or whatever. I can't remember. Um, but that, yeah, after that, she likes dominating for the match. Um, but uh, no, Asuka then eventually just tries to put Naya into different uh, different submissions. Like she put tries to put her into a knee bar. Nia Jax is just powered out of it. Um, what is it? Um, then. Um, what was it? Uh, Asuka trying to put on a uh, a guillotine kind of like a submission, but uh, Nia Jax being able to like take her into a suplex position and then do a jackhammer. Yeah. Uh, Can we please uh, call her. it the Jack's hammer? And of course, the Can crowd. We please call it the Jack's hammer and give that to her as a secondary finisher, please. If we're gonna give it to someone, get that it man a booking job. We have somebody whose name is basically the move. So can we do that, please? Also, she's yeah. secondary, she? Um, uh, she's only she, she's got the Samoan drop. She's got the Samoan drop and a leg drop as her finishers, essentially. That's it. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. Give her the jackhammer and call it the Jack's hammer. <laughs> Um, what was it? Uh, it? Speaking of, she hits a Simone drop, but misses with the leg drop. Um, then uh, Asuka hits Shining Wizard for two. Uh, does multiple kicks for two. Uh, they did that. They did that actually spot uh, where in the end uh, in the NXT Takeover the end match that they had. The finish to that was Nia Jax was on her knee 
and she screams at Asuka and then Nige- uh, and then Asuka just hits her and uh, kicks her in the head and she gets the pin and that was it very lackluster they did that same spot here but it didn't it, that wasn't the end of the match Naya was able to get uh, get out of it um, eventually Naya, Naya would uh, fight back uh, she would then try to do a kind of like a sent uh, like a, a sitting uh, oh it was like a Yokozuna's kind drop. of like a, a bonsai drop yeah um, uh, to Asuka but of course she misses because Asuka rolls out um, and then eventually uh, Asuka would get get the get an arm bar into Nia Jax uh, which is really good, but uh, Nia Jax, of, of course, the amount of power she, that she portrays in this match, obviously, she breaks out. Uh, but then Nia Jax attempts a power bomb, but Asuka, by sheer luck, rolls up Nia Jax for the pin, uh, which I thought was an actually, which I thought was a good way if, uh, for her to get that ease that win out, just barely, you know, surviving essentially. Because that was the whole point of that is that Asuka in 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 the uh, the takeover end match she was Asuka was more dominant in that uh, that one this time around Naya was more dominant and Naya was more powerful and Asuka was really feeling the strain this time around and she was able to fight back and be able to get that win back afterwards though Naya would get her heat back by attacking Asuka throwing uh not throwing her uh ramming her through the uh timekeeper's barricade area and uh yeah just leaving her as a broken mess and she had to be carried over uh, carried out by um refs um but i felt that was a good match i felt that was a really good match um uh it definitely showed naya as being this strong dominant character like she has been um for months um but of course she just gets um duped out of a um of alpha win um by sheer fluke some people might find that as annoying i don't feel as that the case uh i didn't really think that nia jack was actually gonna win this match uh at all uh i thought oscar was gonna win uh like she has kept dominant and she would go keep her winning streak uh, going into Mania. Hell, it's even the same case with uh, the Mix Max Challenge. She can't lose that Mix Max Challenge uh, competition because that'll be a loss for her. Even though if Miz eats the pin, that's a loss for Asuka, essentially. So um, they can't have anything like that happen to Asuka. So, yeah. Um, but I still thought that besides the whole issue of like you know, Asuka and her winning streak and whatnot, which I don't have a problem with. I actually like Asuka having this winning streak um, or undefeated streak. Um, but uh, no, I thought this was a good match. I thought this was a decent match. Uh, definitely showed off both uh, characters and whatnot. So, yeah. I just want to touch on that point. The problem with having undefeated streaks, as long as this one is... The fact that if you don't make the loss undeniably brilliant at this stage, it makes everything else that you've done up to that point garbage. 
because the 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 time that she has the undefeated streak, she needs to be godlike. And then, like all they're going to do, the minute the minute she wins that title, the only thing they're going to do to throw everything in her way is multi-person matches every single time, and she's going to have to come out of that, and then she'll look as under untouchable as what Bliss does currently, and then. And they're going to make Bliss's downfall be Asuka. And we know it's coming because she's undefeated, as we get told every week. How do you have someone that can touch the undefeatable Asuka? Are we just going to have to wait for Ember Moon to come up from NXT and have that for eternity? Is that what it's going to be? The next person from NXT to beat the last person from NXT? You either either make it somebody is the new... Well, who who beats Oscar? Uh, is it is it the person who is your next anointed monster, or, or is it somebody who's surprising? Somebody like somebody who can say he's like, "Aha, I'm who's got you, the person who's got your number," and for some reason that Oscar can't do it, and then you gave, make Oscar turn heel on them because she's she flips out at the moment. Knows? At the moment, there's quite a number of characters in NXT that could be Asuka after she becomes champion. Uh, if they choose to have an NXT call-up to be that person to beat her. Although, granted, what I speculate is that they were they will feed her eventually to Ronda Rousey. Um, because I feel as though that they will do that to, uh, to her uh, begrudgingly. Um, but you have Kyrie Sane, you have Shayna Baszler, you have um, Ember Moon, you have um, Nikki Cross, uh, four brilliant women right now in NXT who are really showing how each with their own kind of like different styles as well. Uh, Shayna Baszler being this cold, sadistic uh, kind of like uh, MMA fighter. Ember Moon, the myster- mysterious, uh, you know, uh, charisma and whatnot. Nikki Cross, the crazy bitch, <laughs> uh, uh, and Kairi Sane, the the other Japanese uh, superstar with the the best elbow in the biz- business today. Um, There's so many, you know, so all those characters can easily be anyone that could beat Asuka down the line when they get called up. It's just whether or not she'll be undefeated by the time they get called up, any of those four get called up, or Ronda Rousey will get that win and be proclaimed if, the one who If beat Ronda Oscar. Rousey gets so. the women's championship before Nia Jax, there's going to be a fucking shit fit. Somewhere out there, anyway. there is a picture in a WWE executive's head of Ronda Rousey holding both the Raw and SmackDown titles up above her head. Um, I, anyway. would not, I would not be surprised at that point. I really uh, would. Anyway, um, uh, things to note from Miser. Naya um, really went the whole hog on the bonsai drop. I mean, even... Even Yoko was just like, you know, apart from when he slips, he kind of just goes, he went down. She just went proper fell. Mm. So Oscar did not get out of the way. Um, they did, there was a, something of a botch. Um, Nia did a rolling sent on. 
and Oscar rolled but couldn't get out of the way fully in time, and and Nia basically landed on Oscar's the back of Oscar's legs, which kind of hurt Nia. And if you look at the actual footage of it, Oscar's leg bends in a way that just makes you sort of go. Um, they uh, the finish I thought was great. I like I like what was it the the, the Hurricane Rana twisting it around to a victory roll. I thought that was that was a really good way, and it made sense that it was Oscar's the way Oscar did it was to surprise her in the end. That's how Oscar beat Maya. Uh, there was there was some stuff with Bliss. We we cut to Bliss doing the whole WWE angle, watching t- of a television from a yeah. <laughs> Oh god! And her looking very concerned when Oscar was doing well, and and upset when Oscar won, and then looking very very happy indeed when Oscar was getting a crap beat out of her afterwards. Um, and uh-huh. yeah, it was it was a it was a good match. I like that Nia. I like that Nia remained strong. It made sense that Oscar was obviously unbeaten still, but you know it was clearly that she'd been. Uh, she'd taken to uh, a limit. Um, and going back to what Turbo said earlier, I'd love to see Nikki Cross versus Oscar just because they'd just smash each other to bits and really love each other for doing it. Yeah. Well, they had that uh, really good last woman standing match oh, at yeah. NXT before Oscar was left. Good. And that was yeah. a really good match. So that's why I say those four women would be a great kind of like call up. If we're going to see Nikki Cross, I want to see the entirety of Sanity on the main roster, I'll be honest with you. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. I'm I'm sure the entirety of Sanity will be brought up. And then they'll immediately turn Eric Young. (sighs) Because WWE. (sighs) Okay. um, Anything from your side on that match, Pete? No. No. When so, I when I when I when I was watching Elimination Chamber live, I was just like, I was just like, right, cool. Sasha has to win this match, okay? Bliss won, okay. So the best storyline we can get out of this going into Mania is Nia wins to make it a triple. Uh, oh, 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 Nia lost. Oh, can't pull a trigger, can they? Got to got to hold on, got to hold on to that WrestleMania jizz fest, haven't they? Yeah. So we move on from there. Um, Fucking buy Rocket League or we'll cut you. And whilst, we're the best the, and whilst we're on the subject, we've not talked about KFC for a while. Oh, buy chicken fucking... now. Or else. Chicken. Do you know what? The best evening to, the best evening to uh, me sounds like chicken and Rocket League. Shall we get on that at some point? It's not a bad evening. In fact, <laughs> in fact, why are we doing this wrestling stuff? We should just go and buy KFC and, and play some Rocket League. Yeah, you're not wrong. Anyway, um, WWE advertising is greatest. Roman Reigns came out. Well, he was at the back. Came out for a promo. Um, crowd was very happy. Uh, Reigns talked about how Heyman, because Heyman was there, obviously, how Heyman isn't a wrestler and doesn't know. Doesn't he talks about stuff he doesn't know about? Um, Roman, Roman, Heyman has been in the business for a very long time. Okay. He created EC fucking W. You know, he's the only manager in history to have like three champions in a row. Three world champions in a row. It, like- Roman, Roman, 
You are a wrestler and you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yes. It's like, it's like, it's like the idea that he's somehow not been. Roman, Paul's been in the ring with world champions. He has pinfall victories over world champions. You know, I think when it comes to whether or not Paul Heyman knows about wrestling, if you were to speak anybody, if you ask anybody, if like, did this person know about wrestling? Paul Heyman, I think, does. Nah. <laughs> Shut up, Roman. <laughs> Right, we then go on to Hardy versus Wyatt, and I am going to white knight the fuck out of this. Um, <laughs> okay, so Did you say white light or white, white knight? knight? White knight. Okay. But this was white the knight. best match on the card. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, okay, the problem with the Hardy Wyatt feud is that they are literally trying to buy time with it. It is. It is it. They've sort of started with it. And they want to get to a point where we're going to have a quote-unquote final deletion match, Hardy Compound stuff, okay? Problem, we can't have it yet. We can't, they can't have, they can't get to it because there's all this stuff going up to WrestleMania in the way. Not going to have it at WrestleMania, don't be, don't be ridiculous. But they want to have it probably after WrestleMania, they can't buy time with it in the middle with Jeff because Jeff's injured. Although Jeff's coming back soon, which is which is great. And he'll be back in time for WrestleMania. So hopefully they'll do something there and we'll have the broken Hardys properly. But they're sort of trying to they're trying to drag this out at the same time as somebody in the back, probably Vince, is going, ha, 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 that laughter, I like that. Do some more of that. <laughs> So they're stuck in this limbo of they're in they're in the feud, but they have to sort of 50-50 book it somehow and get to a point where they can have the big the big match send off and do something next with the character which sends them both in opposite directions and, and go exit it, but they can't have it yet. So what you end up with is something like this. Now um, please get rid of the laughter from the introduction. For when Matt comes along, it's, it's annoying as crap. Um, um, so Matt comes out first. Coach does not get the Woken gimmick, naturally enough. Um, Graves explains that it is because of his condition, which was hilarious. Um, mm -hmm. uh, Matt's in the ring with his nice, out, his nice outfit on, and everyone's quite pleased to see him. Uh, then Bray's, Bray's gimmick goes off. He's... <laughs> And then Bray is in the ring, but Matt is not there. And I really liked this. Oh, no, because, I did as well. Yeah, I thought this yeah. was really good. Yeah. Bray appeared in the ring by spook and yeah. Matt isn't there. And Bray's really pissed. Bray is rattled into... Which we don't see the, the, the Bray Wyatt character rattled. And... I, I think oh, yeah. that was the whole... I think that is, A, the whole purpose of this match. But I think, B, the next thing that Matt does doesn't really work out how he was expecting. I think he was expecting more broken marks to be there to know the song. Well, no, they're still chanting along with the obsoletes because, um, yeah, so Matt, yeah. Matt starts taunting him from, from the beyond or wherever the, where the hell it is that he is. Um, 
i.e. under the ring. But uh, Bray... Uh, Bray starts going around the ring, checking under, checking under the announce tables, checking under the ring, as Matt starts seeing obsolete to him. Absolutely. Um, and Bray getting more and more frustrated was great. Um, eventually, Matt appears on the turnbuckle by magic. The steel stairs, actually. By the ring post. Leaps off, double axe handle. Um... They eventually get in the ring. Lots of, uh, lots of sort of generic stuff. I also Mac. The one thing I've always loved about Matt Hardy is he can actually reach for a really good right hand that looks like it must have killed you, but at the same time you know as and, and makes a big noise. But at the same time you know as doesn't hurt them in the slightest. Um, there is uh, so they have, have, a, have a bit of back and forth. Uh, Bray goes into the corner, goes to his spider, and hilariously. Matt stands at the center of the ring and starts applauding him. And starts Insta- going, go to this the crowd. I, I Get like up this on your spot. feet and applaud this man. Standing ovation. As funny as that is, it instantly kills the spider. Forever uh, yes, more. But if you're going to take apart the entire Wyatt gimmick in this way, why not? Yeah. Why not? Matt's mad. Matt's mad. The fact that yeah, aye, that's, that's, aye, that's the whole thing. something that's freaking spooky as crap makes sense um bray yeah. goes bray's not happy about this at all um charges matt goes for a twist of fate and this is the other story which the common chasers didn't actually pick up on is that the one thing that bray's particularly weak to is the twist of fate so matt keeps going for the twist of fate yeah um goes twist of fate uh bray blocks it with his arm so matt immediately takes him down to an uh takes him down with an armbar an armbar takedown, which was which was a nice move. Uh, the, again, more back and forth. The crowd starts yelling and distracting. That's because of fucking beach balls come out, and I immediately hate Las Vegas. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, great say, I said yes, fuck this crowd. Uh, yeah, I've just got but crowd is beach balling, aren't they? Fuckers, is my notes. Um, uh, Bray takes him out of his feet on the apron and into the apron face first uh, which was nice uh, there's a we want beach balls chant please fuck off and die Las Vegas um, Bray teases uh, a urinagi into the steel steps he plays steel steps mm-hmm. um, which was sort of like ooh and then because considering what happens later that, that could have been interesting um, Matt charges into a uh, close on the outside, and eventually, 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 Matt gets a tornado DDT. Goes for the clothesline, the clothesline bulldog combo that he does, fails. Bray charges, and, hit, and Matt hits a side effect. Um, crowd's pretty much dead at this point. Um, yeah. Uh, Matt, Matt, however, um, sort of goes up into the top. Uh, turnbuckle on the other side and starts conducting deletes and actually gets the crowd back into it for a short period of time. Uh, another yep. twist of fate attempt. Again, blocked. Bray Uranagi's Matt and Matt lands on his arm in such a way that I honestly thought his right shoulder was actually going to pop out of his socket. Uh, it was not the nicest of landings. Uh, it gets a two counts. We get a, a nice picture-picture with the Rocket League. It, well, well, it didn't help... Yeah, it, it didn't. It didn't help uh, that it was followed by a senton, uh, senton uh, right afterwards. Which yeah, mm, the senton yeah uh, missed. 
And yeah. Um, all, while this is going, we'll get Rusev Day chance. Um, please, please, let's 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 get the right brand. Yeah. Keep it on Smack, Smackdown. Keep it on Smackdown, Smackdown, guys. Although at the same time, it was Rusev Day, so in fairness. Uh, after after a bajillion times, the twist of, get a twist of another twist of fate attempt. No, Sister Abigail. No, twist of fate finally hits, and of course, Ray can't get out the twist of fate. So Hardy wins, and no, the music stuff afterwards didn't really work. Uh, but apart from that, it considering that, like I say, they have to get from A to B. And the in-between is, please put lots of filler in. They're trying their best. That said, yeah, no, it wasn't a good match. <laughs> no. No, I totally agree. Um, um, you were spot on with all that. Um, I mean, I like this. I like the small. Uh, I like the beginning of the match. I like the spot with, uh, you know, Matt Hardy just being. A, uh, you know, mad by you know applauding um, and getting the crowd to applaud and whatnot. But yeah, uh, I think the I think the major problem was, of course, for this match was the crowd. The crowd wasn't into it. The crowd wasn't um, getting to it. And of course, uh, the the little back and forth between uh, Bray and Matt, um, they it, it wasn't gelling. It wasn't gelling, and it didn't gel. Uh, when in their first encounter, it didn't gel. Uh, here, uh, it's just because the two the two personalities are n- not working. Because Matt Hart Matt Hardy's broken gimmick or woken gimmick in this case um, only works when he's working with someone who is who is straight face, who is who doesn't have any gimmicks, who has just a, a straightforward kind of like normal personality bray isn't a normal personality he is this dark entity blah blah blah, blah. you know Ooh. i i'm the leader i'm the ear of words and whatnot it doesn't work with this character because he himself is a caricature Ooh. of yeah of this but hardy's promos were also a lot different in the other company because he had more freedom to do what he wanted. There was none of this, I'll just look at a camera and do something. There was more showing a lot of family and other t- sort of things and bits and pieces to extend. Yeah, yeah right, that's that. That's obviously something that kind of like went with the character, but it's still, his, his character was still going up against these regular people. He was going, he was, he was weirding out all these regular re- uh, wrestlers, like EC3, when he was go- like going up to e- EC3, and he was just he going. Hasn't had that feud beforehand. It is. He hasn't had a thing with a straight man, as you would, as you were saying, Turbo. The fact that he hasn't had that gimmick hasn't really. Yeah. So we've gone. They've gone straight into the thing that is. It's a kind of a natural matchup of putting the weird versus the weird. But we haven't had a chance to see the weird versus somebody normal to understand the weird is really weird. It's, yeah, like I said, it's all a bit wrong. Because that's what—that's how Bray—that's how Bray Wyatt got over. Was he was going up against all the straight guys? He was going up against John Cena. He was freaking out all mm. the guys who are normal and whatnot. Um, but no, you are putting him against you know, 
another weird do you know, character. Do you know what would be work. a good way to build Matt's storyline at this point going forward? Would possibly be to do the uh, do the song and get it into people's heads, but then get to a point where Matt gets beaten down so much, and it'll probably be at a pay per view. But then you have Jeff come out from behind when Jeff's ready and start doing the song on the mic and doing the chant mm-hmm. and getting people in and it will get it'll elicit it'll elicit yeah, I being blown yeah, it, will, it will elicit such a reaction if it was my choice with this filler period yeah. I wouldn't have them wrestle at all I would literally just have them appear doing bits on location but as long as it takes and have Matt mm. not even wrestle I'd I'd have the House Hardy stuff, which they're sort of teasing is coming. Well, they didn't um, just tease it. It was on mm. the back of the jacket that Matt yeah, wore. It was, they're doing that. Matt's been doing a lot of uh, pictures on social media with very obviously Vanguard one there. There's other, other stuff going. There's lots of mentions on his social yeah. feed of, the, of House Hardy and all the people associated with it. I would have that, build that up as the narrative again. So the point where you've got it like the fashion files where people want to see that. And then you've got Matt to a point mm. where he's ready to roll again. It's like a, it's like a, a reboot, a soft reboot of it. Uh, and then you can keep Bray in it. You can keep Bray doing, making his provisions and building up the character again because Bray needs that as well. Uh, and you can have them making their own various plans and then you can have it build into the uh, final deletion match or yeah. whatever is going to happen at, at the Hardy compound. Uh, but and then Randy Orton can burn Matt's house down and um, Jeff's dog will die. And, Kill his dog. Yeah. And Randy will go out this and Jeez. then uh, I don't know. Could be classified then, as obsolete. Then, then, then Rebby will sit. Will, will wheel the piano out of the burning house and play obsolete. And and, and King Maxwell and, and will Maxwell be there on his throne. Will pin Randy Orton and will become the youngest WWE champion of all time. And then will ultimately retire um, and maybe beat Oscar. I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, that's that. It, it, it's, 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 things happen. I wish they did better. I'm wearing a I mean, TNA Hardy t-shirt, for goodness sake. Um, but it's not going to happen. And, of course, um, we're going to get more stuff as we, we play for time with this thing. Um, buy our merch or we'll cut you. And we'll also put Roman Reigns in the main event, uh, which we're going to do anyway. Ha-ha! Uh, there's a taped promo from, from AJ Styles for Fastlane, which... Wanted, made me want to watch Fastlane. It's funny what happens um, if you just do it hmm. and let somebody just say their story. Um, we come back to the, the uh, announced team or the uh, the English-speaking announced team, and Corey Graves' hair is even worse than I've been led to believe, it turns out. Dig. God, I, I, yeah, I, I, don't heard, know why, I heard I don't that know why it was bad. Bleached it. Now, I heard that it was bad, and woo, boy, I don't know what made you do that, Corey, but um, I think I, I think I think he I think he looked into the deadlights, <laughs> and uh, oh, it's it's, it's just slowly going to grow and start throbbing, you know. 
if it... we uh, then get a, a Ronda Rousey promo, a promo about Ronda Rousey, which includes the fucking over of the Royal Rumble finish, because they really don't get this. <laughs> Oh boy! And then we get on to semi-main event contract signing with uh, the Stephanie McMahon show. And I, I don't know, Pete, this is all yours if you want it. <laughs> I think the yeah. table had the best spot of the night. You have the floor, man. Best spot of the night went to the table. <laughs> the table. Oh. <laughs> it, it is the table. That's it. It did. Had a big push. Ah, the table's it over. Put Triple H over. He needed it. Mm. Well, well, it was pointless. Like, I mean, if you want to die, if you want to dissect it, uh, it's like she didn't even rehearse what she needed to say. Um, she's obviously come from a, a direction where talking is not the big thing because it's more action rather than talk words. Whereas, you know, WWE is really about a mixture of the both, like being able to perform in, in like vocally as well as um, mm-hmm. athletically. And it, it, it honestly just seems that she wasn't ready to be on the mic at all, which is probably why it hastened um, uh, the direction they went on raw. But <sighs> It was really bad, and it's this is either leading up into a mixed match at WrestleMania or the rumored Angle versus Triple H and Stephanie versus Ronda. Gee, I wonder what's going to happen in that match. Somebody's going to get a broken arm. It needs to be a tag team match. It honestly does because otherwise we're just going to have. We're just going to have the authority taking over two thirds of the show because we know Trips is working. We, we know Trips is working mania simply because we're getting all the workout videos of Trips. Um, so we know he's working mania. Angle has mania. Angle has to be working mania. The fact that he's done two matches already. They can't have The Rock no, to be the partner like at Mania 31, which Angle proceeded then to actually reference. Um, so then, and they've set, they set up everything. So it makes sense. That it's the tag team. I don't know what you're talking about. Angle referenced WrestleMania 21, you know, he did. And, he then, was... he did, and then to his credit, he immediately corrected himself. It wasn't one of these ones where he just goes, he actually yeah. went, which went off. Um, yeah. It... Fucking wank, throw it in the bin. Uh... Anyway, I, I did. I did like angles. All angles like hey, I've got double pneumonia. Angle pretending like he's like the most blabbermouthed friend ever. When in actuality, he's he's getting yeah. his own back in subtle ways. Uh, moving dear. on. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, question: yeah, um, If you're getting a contract with no perks, I think a WrestleMania match, a guaranteed WrestleMania match, is considered a perk. Um, last time I checked, I I want I want a contract. I don't want any perks. I don't want a championship match at WrestleMania, but I still want that match. I pointed at the sign for. Yeah, what, 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 I still want. That I want. Yeah, I want to earn it. Yes, you. you so, I want to earn that WrestleMania match. 
I have now earned the best of my I, for one, hope that she, she isn't. She is going to be doing all the well, dates. She has, the earned, she has earned it. Because she, t- she has earned that WrestleMania match because she got slapped by no, Stephanie McMahon. No, she put McMahon. for a table. That's what did it. Yeah. In fairness, it was a good slap. It was very good. good. Slap by, I mean, Steph, Steph oh, it, it was apparently it was, it was good, good enough to get the slow mo. Apparently, it was good enough that. Well, it was apparently good enough to leave a mark. Ooh. Apparently, um, I, I again, Angle's bullshitting of being uh, he, he was in awe of Triple H and Stephanie it was was hilarious. But yeah, let's uh, move on to what I consider the best match of the night, even though the winner was telegraphed. A and year before in advance. I go to New Orleans or we'll cut you. Oof. With Chicken and Rocket League. Yes. <laughs> hey, 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 WWE, I am trying to win a competition to co- try to get to or- New Orleans. So, yeah, if you'd like me to win that competition, I would be happy to come to New Orleans. But I'm not paying over a grand to come oh, over there. No you. way. With his Chicken <laughs> and his Rocket League. It was chicken in his pocket league. And before that, before that, before we even got onto the men's elimination chamber, there was still all the all the talk after was like it was like, oh yeah, Razor Razor. And then it suddenly morphed into Stephanie, Stephanie, Stephanie. And it was just like Really? Yeah. Really? Cool. Still doing this bullshit. Male oh. elimination chamber match. Otherwise known as the putting over of Braun Strongman and the subsequent destruction of Braun Strongman to put over Roman Reigns. Best, most hilarious part of the night, inadvertently, was in the promo for this. When it talked in its dramatic voice about all the things going on with the Elimination Chamber and the road to WrestleMania. You look at the athletes and the artistry on display. Do you know what they showed when they said artistry on display? Uh, Roman Reigns. KFC and Rocket League. No. (laughs) They showed. Brock Lesnar doing the WrestleMania shooting star press, which he botched. Oh, God. On display as Brock nearly breaks his own neck and nearly ends his own life. The artistry on display. I was like, for fuck's sake. (laughs) Right. I I would like to point out that three Superman punches and two spears are more powerful than a curb stomp. An F U, I called it an F U, an AA. Uh, AA. No, I'm old school Cena. Word life, F U. This is basic uh, linguistics. Well, F5 to you. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, take, you can take every finisher, like, but it's it's two, three Superman punches and two spears that do it in the end. On top of Braun Strowman's stamina at the end of an hour long match. Fuck off. Fuck oh. off. Right. The fact that he gets up shortly afterwards to fucking be the sore loser is just like, fuck off. Yeah. Oh, it was it like, it was a good match. I think it was one of the best matches. It had one of the better storytelling matches, but fuck off with this ending. Seriously. The ending was the worst part of it. 
I have a major issue with this match. Um, what kind of match was it? Elimination, uh, seven-man elimination chamber match. Okay. Until the last four minutes, the elimination chamber was completely irrelevant. Um, apart from Miz getting chased, which we'd already had at that point because we'd had it with Alexa Bliss. The women's match. The women's match. I, the cage barely came into it. I bet, really, the, the cage wall being used barely came into it. Uh, the outside barely came into it uh, until Braun went through the pod. Uh, the pods really didn't come into it. Anything that makes up the Elimination Chamber in the Elimination Chamber match was barely utilised. It was basic. They could have just easily had it be a gauntlet style, have it be like a scramble match for God's sake with people coming out every X minutes. Uh, there was bugger all about the actual chamber in there. It was just, oh, they're standing there, which did give us the wonderful sight of the sign, a sign behind Braun as he's standing in his pod with Braun is senpai. Uh, but apart from that... Oh, and, Braun, senpai. Apart from that, and the coldest line from Corey Graves I think he will ever give in his career, which was that a lie is used to, to plexiglass because he grew up behind it talking to his father. That was funny. <laughs> which was cold as yeah. ice. Seriously, where, where did the chamber come into this match? I didn't well, see it. Kept, it. It, it kept people out of the match for five... Well, anything yeah. could have done. 20 minutes. Anything could have done. Um, poor Miz. You knew Miz. You, it, was, it was obvious that Miz was going to lose that match yeah, at first. Yeah, well, we knew he was going to lose. I mean, he flopped around like a fish. His... his Thing at the beginning of talking around taunting everyone was great, and then being terrified by Braun Strowman. Um, it was it was great, but uh, I mean the match was the match itself was so so. We had a point when Roman just punched people for a minute. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, a a now, minute why, straight of him just walking around and punching people. Why? Why has the Miz started doing the the Bullet Club gun taunt thing? Oh no, he didn't. He was just he was just doing that. No, that's just his point. Which looks like a gun. Well, yeah, well, it was like who? Yeah, it was like who do we? Who do I do in? I love the fact that he he then he, he saw what the crowd said and then didn't start with who they said <laughs> deliberately. So, um. That was his moment, but it was uh, also Roman. Uh, other things, Roman no sold the buckle bomb. Yep. Uh, which is like this mm. killed Sting. You remember it, it, it killed him dead. He, he, he was buried with full honors. Um, it's still. Uh, this is clearly his it moment. was the chest protector that saved him from it. I don't. Uh, know. I mean, it I mean, was dumb, yeah. this match, and I hated You're... it. <laughs> you're not wrong um, I didn't mind it 
Uh, I think the storytelling was actually pretty decent for what the match was, but fuck me. Um, I, I just wish this, I'm, I'm looking forward to once WrestleMania is over because the story of Roman Reigns can be over and the story of everybody else can begin because once this, once this, the the story of the two men that have beaten the Undertaker at WrestleMania is over. Is fuck me. I'm so, going to be so happy. Hopefully, it just ends in a no contest because Taker just turns up and just choke slams both of them. I oh, can you imagine if it's <laughs> if it's on the scale of like a WrestleMania 18 um, type shock where they just suddenly announce it out of nowhere. It's no DQ. This match is a triple threat match. Brock and Roman go, what the fuck? Undertaker yeah. comes out. Fucking oh, tombstones. Uh, pins yeah. Brock. Takes no, the belt. That would, that, would be, that would be great. Especially if they, like, if they, if they, they keep it silent enough like they don't know. <laughs> take, a, take a coming in, getting revenge over both the opponents. That would be a great story. Oh, I'd be happy with him coming back from retirement for that perfect moment it's, of actually getting his revenge. It's it's, it's, the, it's the story of, of John Cena needing WrestleMania. I'm not actually allowed to make the matches, but I'm going to put myself in oh, this match. That's, so, really annoying. that's so annoying. I don't have any power around it. Bullshit. Every single fucking week you come out at the top of the show, you tell me you came out at the top of, the show, at top of Raw or SmackDown for what seemed like forever. He came out at the beginning of Raw and said, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there on Raw to announce that I'm going to be there on SmackDown. I'm a a free agent. I'm a free agent. Bullshit you are. Get on. Get over. Sad Cena during the the chamber. He hasn't got a road to WrestleMania. What, oh, what was what the other Wrestle? What was the other WrestleMania one that uh, that they've done? And it was relatively recent where they had that entire story where John Cena was like, "I don't, I don't have a road to WrestleMania." And then he went to the, the authority, and they were like, "And it's not our fault." <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, the few times I really liked the authorities' responses, <laughs> it made sense. Uh, just. I, I liked the whole sort of desperation going up. I liked that they gave Finn a little moment of just being brave and sta- he's being he's being brave and standing up to Braun and Braun actually had a little bit of trouble with him for a while. That was nice. We hit hit the nineteen sixteen, which was called nineteen sixteen, which is nice. Are you are you looking- I think that's a reverse nineteen sixteen. <sighs> it was called that. I think I think in WWE parlance, it probably wouldn't be allowed if it was the other way around. Are you are you looking forward to the inevitable congratulations from Seth Rollins to uh, Roman Reigns on the Raw following I'm, WrestleMania? I'm looking forward to Roman Reigns taking over Brock Lesnar's schedule and not appearing. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what I'm looking forward to. Uh, I'm looking forward to somebody explaining to me what sense it is that somebody with a nickname The Architect has a thing in his song which is Burn It Down, which is the complete opposite of something an architect does because an architect builds and creates shit. Builds stuff. I'm looking forward to them realising that actually none of us give a shit about this match and that's one of the reasons why we've got the Miz go round currently. (laughs) 
because one of the reasons why that is is because of the stuff going on with the steroids uh, investigation, the report, and WWE and Roman Reigns, who's already been named as stuff, and it's all being denied. But WWE are sort of going to backup plan mode, apparently. And this, and one of the reasons why, one of the reasons they think the things they're considering doing is getting uh, Braun into that as a triple threat. Um, Do it, which would be hilarious. Put the fucking, pull the trigger, put the belt on Braun. I will take that because they're going to put this fucking match on last because it's Brock fucking Lesnar and he gets the fucking money. They'll put that match on last over the Shinsuke fucking AJ Styles match. And fuck me. If they pull the trigger, put Braun in that match and they give Braun the belt, I, I will have, I'll call that a happy WrestleMania because as always, and I will never, never forget the hashtag. Anyone but you, Roman. Anyone but you. <laughs> one of, one of uh, Bray's defining legacies, that, isn't it? Um, yeah. It, I, I would be happy with that. I'd be happy with Braun doing something ridiculous and, and doing them in um, at Mania. Uh, it, also, it also means that it also means that, means that Miz won't die at Mania, which is what will happen. <laughs> Braun Strowman mugs uh, Carmella for her Money in the Bank contract, changes it to the Men's Championship, and hands it in and claims Money in the Bank. I still like the idea of actually Carmella beating Oscar via, via Money in the Bank, because then you have Carmella being the one who's beaten her on the two occasions she's been beaten. And Carmella, Carmella is the one that ends the streak. Yeah. And Carmella is the one who... But you, you then have the fun because Carmella is storyline petrified with Oscar. So you then have that going on. Um, I don't know. There was there was stuff in the match. All I can remember is Roman Reigns punching people for that minute. Turbo, was there anything there that was... Uh, well... Worthy of elimination uh, chamber. Well, well, not worthy for elimination chamber, but still decent spots. I mean, uh, what was it? Uh, Finn Balor did a couple of sweet uh, drop kicks. That I love that. Um, what was it the uh, the what was it? Uh, Seth Rollins suplex fire, Falcon's arrow combo. It's always good. Double blockbuster. The double, well, yeah, we, from we set, always applaud the blockbuster. Yes, we do. So a, a double one. Yeah. Um, I think the, the Falcons yeah. album was interesting because he did it on the Miz, didn't he? Yes. He landed a bit weird because they, they, they landed a bit sort of too close to each other. And yeah, that, that was... It had to do a sort of weird shuffle backwards. Yeah. Um... What was it? Uh, I could definitely say that John Cena's uh, five double five knuckle shuffle, shuffle can go fuck off, because uh, all it is is just going. It's like he then tried to do a double AA, but of course uh, with what was it? I think it was Finn Balor and Seth Rollins, but they were able to get out of it. Yeah. Um, like Finn was able to slide off of it, uh, Seth Rollins was able to land on his feet when he was like uh, mm. getting. You. Um, was it? Uh, yeah, 
you have Roman Reigns. I Roman Reigns just comes into the match at one, uh, when he come when he does come into the match. It's just punch, punch, punch. It's like he. he you thought Braun Strowman was just going around just punching everyone. No, Roman Reigns just came in, like, you know, doing that. Um, oh, before that, there was a double suplex, uh, superplex uh, spot. Uh, John Cena to Finn Balor and Seth Rollins to The Miz. Um, what was it? Uh, Roman Reigns was just dominating when he got in. It was really annoying. Um, uh, Braun Strowman comes into the match he dominates you know he re- he reversed a, a a double suplex that was a really good spot of him just like taking both i think it was like john cena and seth rollins yes, i think um and then uh braun Strowman had he was able to climb up on the pod to catch miz you know wax miz into the plexiglass at the top of the pod uh and then just chuck miz uh, off, but then the crowd was going like, "Yes, jump off the jump off the pod, Braun! Do a do a, you know um, yes, a, a dive? Do a dive!" <laughs> and then and then <laughs> and then so, and then Braun, yeah, and then Braun was just starts going down, and the crowd goes boo boo. It's like fuck off, you guys! I don't want him to do that. Fuck you, Starship. Um, <laughs> Get our requests in. Four fifty splash. Twisted bless. <laughs> Actually, that would be funny considering, obviously, his mix match challenge. Yeah. <laughs> I... Um. But uh, eventually, um, what was it? Uh, we would get to to Elias, who apparently I didn't know when this happened. Elias had the 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 best chance of winning because he won he somehow won the opportunity to be the last one to come into the match yeah uh for elimination show. i don't know what happened when that happened and how that happened I but hey he beat cena. <laughs> okay um cena and reigns wasn't it like that's what um, elias was posting about anyway. oh was that the the, the triple threat okay yeah. um Elias does, uh, did a spinning set-out powerbomb to Roman, Re- uh, Roman Reigns for a two-count. Well, that was, that was okay. That was nice. Cause, just, just for the yeah. look of surprise on Roman's face. Yeah. But eventually he tried to do that on Braun Strowman, and that was mm. to his error. Uh, and uh, he gets eliminated by Braun. Uh, then Braun Strowman would just hit power, slam after, uh, power slams for a good, while, uh, good moment afterwards uh, to... All of his opponents for eliminating them and whatnot. Uh, like you said, Kev, uh, nineteen sixteen. Although I, I, I think that's a reversed uh, nineteen sixteen because the nineteen sixteen is bloody bloody Sunday and it's a suplex into a brain buster, I believe. Um, mm. That's the nineteen sixteen, I believe. Um, but anyway, um, uh, Finn Balor did the coup de gras to Roman Reigns. Uh, who felt nothing because uh, the chest protected. Yeah, but uh, Braun Strowman hit uh, Finn Balor with a power slam and Finn Balor gets eliminated. Uh, then Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns tries to team up with Braun Strowman. Uh, do, uh, yeah, like you said, Roman Reigns uh, no-sold a buckle bomb. 
um, from Seth Rollins because they because oh yeah we have to break up uh, we have to go after each other even though we need to take out Braun Strowman first. Uh, was it Braun Strowman? Yeah, Braun Strowman got thrown into a pod, um, the pod spot there. He threw himself into a pod. Yeah, aye, aye. Uh, oh yeah, um, Braun Strowman goes topless. He he rips off his shirt. Roman, why don't you do that? Take off that vest. Because Show how the, much it, of a man you are. Want to see what's underneath. It's just because it's, when you're wearing the stupid vest. It's, it's, yeah. it's not. It's not as be a man, Roman. It's not as interesting if um, Roman has a nip slip, though. But yeah, uh, no, I will say only one wrestler in well, only two wrestlers in history have gone out wearing flak jackets for good purpose. Number one was the Big Boss Man during his Attitude Era one, and the other one was the Undertaker when he's taped a piece of flak jacket to himself to protect his ribs because he'd smashed them all. Okay, <laughs> you don't need this. You you are forgetting a couple of other people, probably, but. Uh, <laughs> Quite possibly. However, they are irrelevant at this point of time. Stick with the point I made and let's yeah. pretend that I haven't left anybody out because I totally did not, absolutely not, never did and never will. You can't prove it. This is a recording. <laughs> By all well, means, you're looking at the real... By all means, talk to my recorded form. See the interest that I do that I look at you as I nod at your answer and go. Yeah, that's quite possibly yeah. correct. You're you're looking at the real deal now. There. Um, anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway. That was the flag check. Really long. So yes. Um, the right, the whole the whole thing of Braun Strowman being this dominant force, he eliminates everyone except Roman, uh, because Roman just takes him out with, uh, you know, uh, three Tactical what was it you. three super, yeah, ten, <laughs> he just phones it in. Uh, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I I I obviously this match. Was like the predict. We knew who was going to win. We just didn't know how it was going to be. I thought it was kind of bad for them to have Braun Strowman be so dominant through the match, and only to just be to 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 eventually eventually fatigue would uh, all all the power moves would eventually toll take its toll, and he will eventually fall down like. The, like the giant from the beanstalk that he is, um, it 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 just didn't really um, do anything for me, and I don't think it will do anything for uh, Braun Strowman. In fact, actually, in fact, it didn't do anything for any of the any for the guys other than Roman because it was just a case of having Roman have the opportunity to go to WrestleMania and face Brock Lesnar for the uh, for the Universal Channel. If they weren't if he wasn't gonna win the Royal Rumble, fine. We'll let him win an elimination chamber or some other match and mm-hmm. take everyone else down with uh, for him. Yeah, it's but just, thanks yeah. to this, the boyhood dream has come true. Yes, Vince McMahon has got the match he wanted twelve yeah, months aye. ago. Um yeah. 
And in the end, isn't that what matters? Absolutely. <sighs> I think that is a good point to call it an end to this episode of Last Minute yeah, Kickout. Talking about the fucking wank chamber match. Um, Mark's out of wank. <laughs> can we have 10? Not wanks, yeah. but can we have 10? <laughs> like, well, well, I, I don't really want to put that kind of graphic up there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, is it to me first? As, sure. As out of 10... Four. Four wanks out of ten. Gotcha. No wanks <laughs> out of ten. Four marks out of ten marks. And it could have been worse. Mm. Um Yes, I know we've we've told the story in a number of ways and and there were some good moments. That said, there was a number of duff matches, elimination chamber matches, not involving the elimination chamber is something kind of criminal. Um, we knew what was happening with the results. We knew what was happening with everything. And we had a semi-main event contract signing just so we could get the freaking McMahon's of WrestleMania match. And... I was bored for a lot of it, if I'm honest. Uh, the the caliber of people that were in those matches, we shouldn't have had those matches. And the way even the stories have got to go, we shouldn't have had those matches. John? By KFC. Uh, <laughs> I'll have a Nando's, thanks. Um, yeah. I would have to agree with Kev. I was I was teetering whether to, uh, or not to give this a five or a four. I will solidly agree with Kev and give it a four. Um, when I originally watched this live, I, I was falling asleep. I fell asleep through this pay-per-view because i did not care when i rewatched it yes i did a lot i did enjoy some of the work rate from some of the some of the performers uh but um um it overall it was a very predictable pay-per-view we knew who was going to win their matches um like except for maybe the women's uh, elimination match because uh, uh, we all thought that Sasha like someone like Sasha Banks would win it but um, but no for the Oscar match for the uh, for the the men's chamber match we knew Roman was gonna go over and yeah the contract signing was not needed um, so yeah uh, I saw the four um, uh, definitely one of the weaker pay-per-views that we've reviewed on last minute kick out Pete by Rocket League <laughs> um, with chicken with chicken <laughs> what buy it with chicken hand in chicken get Rocket League play football with 11 kinds of herbs and spices um, 
in a in a shocking break from the norm, I'm going to give it a different grade to the to the two of you. That's never grade. happened before. Oh, oh no! Oh no! The streak is over. But in a twist, I'm going to give it a higher grade rather than a lower. One. I'm going to give it a six. Well, I was wrong. What show were you watching? Hey, at least I didn't grade it a four and then watch it twice like John did. <laughs> You've broken him. Good. I was going to go with the joke of a fucking wank out of ten, but oh. no, I, I'm, I'm going to give it a six. Um, while the the stories aren't the ones I wanted How? to. <laughs> He's kicked in again. Let him, let him, let him speak. We can, we can string him up later. Okay. <laughs> While the stories I wanted told aren't the ones they wanted told, they still did do good stories. The women's chamber match told some good stories, or bits and bad ones, in how they handle certain things. But the men's one told a good storyline throughout the hour. It was there. You know, fucking. They got off on the wrong foot, but they're starting to tell the story of Ronda Rousey. And fuck knows, we might see something else in two weeks of Fastlane. Who the fuck knows? They're only telling it on pay-per-views at this point. Um, I enjoyed it more than some of the other ones, at least, that we've done on this show. I'll be honest. John. 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 You're the, you are the super grade A mark here. Kev is a B grade mark and I'm just a casual entrepreneur. Thanks. And yet you like this show more than Thanks for uh, me as a B plus player trips. That's very kind of you. It's all right, mate. You could you can be you can be the token white Dude in Titus Worldwide. We see uh, token, token white guy in us. I mean, for God's sake. I mean, let's be fair. I made the point at the beginning of the show that John is John Senior. You are Kevin Nash. You're both old, and I am the younger. <laughs> enjoy the product, person of feet done. How old are you, sir? Let's not go there. Um, old enough not to answer that question. <laughs> oh, I see one of these guys in, a, in about a week, so it's going to be fun what's going to happen off there. <laughs> He's going in the city. He's what's happening. He's going off the pier. Oh, oh. <laughs> another, table, that, another table's going so over. The, 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 what, what, the Sea of Portsmouth uh, match <laughs> going to happen? He was like, oh, that's it. Oh. It's, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be it's gonna be a, sledge, a sledgehammer on the on the Portsmouth spire yeah. <laughs> on a pole. On the I, I have been Titans Creed from Project Phoenix Productions. You can catch me on at Titans Creed at Project Phoenix Productions or youtube.com slash Project Phoenix or twitch.com slash Project Phoenix Productions. You can catch Mr. John Turbo Finley where. Uh, on Twitter at TurboXLR, all capitals. Uh, also on Twitch at uh, uh, www.twitch.tv forward slash TurboDrive Live. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mr. Kevin, the Kevin Eva Eva, where can they find you? Who is being called that because his Twitter handle is <laughs> at the Kevin Eva because some idiot 
already got that and is not using it. Uh, alternatively, you can catch us on YouTube um, via the uh, Last Minute Continued channel on Twitch. That's uh, the same, all the details. If you're watching this on YouTube, of course, when you're already there. Um, but in the description, there's also links to here, there, and everywhere. And it's probably all on your screen now. Like so. Just making myself more work by having it pop up at that exact time. Anyway, but that's it. As always, thank you very much for watching. If you're on the YouTube, thank you very much for listening and tuning in on the iTunes link. Uh, if you do need any links, they are all in the places where they need to be because Kevin likes work to do <laughs> because he doesn't have enough, clearly. Uh, until the next time, ladies and gentlemen, we will see you for Fast Lane, which will be the next one up. But yes, okay. thank you very much for watching slash listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.